Hello and welcome to another episode of the New Model Advisor podcast. I'm Ollie Smith, online producer here at NMA, and this week I'm delighted to say I'm joined by a man many of you will know from the Twitter sphere as an expert in all things financial marketing. He's the clear-headed king of customer care, a virtuoso of video, and a guru of good practice. That's right, it's Phil Bray, director of the Yardstick Agency. Phil, hello. Hello, thank you for having me. Good to have you here. How's your week been? It's been very good. Spent uh, a fair amount of it underground, on London's underground. Um, but no, it's been, a, it's been a good week. Good stuff. Before we begin, I should just mention that you can subscribe to this podcast by going to iTunes and searching for New Model Advisor, or of course search on your own favourite podcast app if you wish. So Phil, are you ready to play Who's Hot and Who's Not? Apparently I am. Apparently you are. Okay, so this week, in, in, your, in your world of content marketing, IFAs, websites, who is hot and who is not? That's a really interesting question. Um, I think the, uh, the, the people who are really hot right now is a bank who's just rung me up and prevented me getting defrauded out of a few thousand pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, so that, they, they, were, they were fantastic. Dare I ask uh, which bank? I probably shouldn't say, because that got me into trouble in the first place. Oh, really? Yeah, but anybody who looks at my Twitter feed will find out, because that's what got me into trouble. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that, was, that was interesting. So they are definitely, they are definitely hot. Okay. Um, and I think there's, there's some people who are seemingly consistently hot at the moment. Really? Um, okay. a, a lot of the people that are in the advisor and planner space that are doing what they can to promote best practice and sure. stop fraud, yeah. Uh, stop fraud, st stop scams. Ah, the likes of Darren Cook, who, who did this stuff with uh, the, the uh, bank cold calling campaign. Mm -hmm. Al Rush, everyone who's been out behind Operation Chive. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Budd, Jason Butler, trying to pr promote financial wellbeing. Mm -hmm. I just think there's, they're hot every week, these mm -hmm. guys. Um, and they're, uh, they're doing some really good stuff right now. Fabulous. I just wanted to, to add that there's something that's actually happened today that I think is just firmly in the not hot. Uh, category. It's not so much financial as political. It's the, I don't know if you've seen this, Matt Hancock, MP and Secretary of State for Culture, I believe, has released his own app. The with Matt which, Hancock app. The Matt Hancock app, which, with which he can engage with his constituents and anyone else who wants to. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I did see that. Uh, I saw uh, Tim Farron taking the, uh, the mickey out of Matt Hancock. Uh, and, um, what did he say? Is it clean I, enough? It wasn't particularly, wasn't particularly funny. Um, but he was a, he's a politician. Um, and, and yeah, I did see the app and uh, yeah, not very imaginative. I think we'll move on now to play our game, Phil. It's called the Space Jamometer. Are you excited? I am on the edge of my seat. You're on the edge. Of, I can literally see you right now on the edge of your seat, spinning around in fear. Um, so in front of us, for listeners at home, I have a laptop, a CityWire laptop with several websites loaded on it. And uh, all the websites belong to IFA companies around the country. We're not going to name any of the companies, are we, Phil? We're not going to name any of the companies. We're not going to do that. I will not name companies. Good stuff. And uh, but the, the one website that I have that isn't an IFA website is the original Space Jam website from 1996. For those of you that don't know, which I'm sure there are a few, uh, Space Jam is a classic uh, sort of comedy sci-fi film featuring uh, Michael Jordan, I believe, and Bugs Bunny. And the website for that film is still live um, on the Warner Brothers page. You can go to warnerbrothers.com and see it. It's very dated. There's lots of pixels. Uh, the logo looks old. The text is very, very bright. But it kind of looks cool and vintage. And I thought that I'd insert that because IFAs love benchmarks, right? And I think we should use this as the benchmark for <laughs> deciding which IFA websites are so poor that they really need to be 
updated or consigned to a museum like this one. So, shall we begin? We shall. So, number one, I have this page. And I, I thought what was particularly interesting was this enormous bold message um, on the front, on the home page. Yes. Um, that we are no longer taking new clients on. Yes. It's um, very loud. It's, it's very in your face. It's very loud. Um, I guess it shows a certain level of success. Mm. Um, and the advisor is doing the right thing. He's pushing, uh, he's signposting anybody who reads that message and still wants financial advice okay. to unbiased or, or another website, which I don't recognize. Um, <laughs> but um, he's clearly trying to do the, do the right thing. Mm. Um, he's updated his website with the new Chartered Financial Planner logo, which is, which is good to see. That's a good step. Um, it is. Um, but, yeah, there's not much more to say about yeah, that, really, what is there? What could be better? Um, yeah, I think we move on. I think we move yeah, on. I think we move okay. on. Okay, that's, that's a pretty, um, pretty indicative uh, comment. This one's special. So this is the second website. Um, I remembered this one because a couple of years ago I wrote a piece on DB transfers. And uh, this advisor was one of the advisors that I interviewed about DB transfers because he was qualified to do them. And at the time, his website was nothing short of abysmal. Um, and it, it really did look very bad and out of date. Um, and it seems now that on, um, on, on reflection, he's done a bit of a rebrand. However, I noticed that the actual logo is still the same. And I don't want, I just wonder whether it really fits together as a, a concept. You've got lots of sort of stock images here, which kind of depersonalize the service maybe. What are your thoughts? Um, <sighs> images are always interesting on the website. Um, they, for me, images should resonate with the, the visitor okay. as, as, as soon as possible. Okay. Um, I don't know what this guy's target market is, so I don't know whether these images, images would, re would resonate. Mm -hmm. A couple of things that immediately strike me. Um, we've got social media icons on the top right-hand corner okay. um, to Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Um, we really, ideally, should be using those social media platforms mm -hmm. to drive traffic to a website okay. um, to then explain to the, the visitor uh, what it is the advisor or planner does, who they do it for, sure. um, and hopefully um, get a proportion of those people to get in touch. Okay. Um, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't need anybody's help getting traffic to Facebook. Um, <laughs> we don't need to push people from a website to Facebook sure. where they're going to get distracted by cat videos or rats having a shower, if you saw that earlier on this week. I did. Um, <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, and it should, work the, it should work the other way. Uh, so that's okay. the first thing I would... I would uh, suggest about that. And then the second, as we scroll down this site, mm. um, there is um, a list of products, uh, investment, pensions, protection. Mm. And we see this a lot on older style advisor, advisor websites, okay. where they will talk about product, mm. um, and they won't talk about the types of people they work with, the problems they solve, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And people come you're not going to be on an advisor's website unless you have a financial problem that you want to be solved. Um, you're not going to be looking really for an advisor unless you have a financial problem or financial concern, worry, etc., that you want solving. Mm. Um, and for me, it's important that advisors tap into that, mm. um, explain what it is they do, who they do it for, and also who they don't do it for as well. Mm, okay. um, and uh, rather than we do pensions, mortgages, investments, it's it's a bit. It's just dull. 
Yeah. Do, do you think it sort of hark back, harks back to the kind of pre-RDR days, really, where, you know, there's commission, there's products. The emphasis was much more on products rather than individual financial planning, bespoke services, life, a life overview that would influence decisions. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um, it, it may also be a hark back to um, advisors being told by whoever they was helping with their marketing um, that you have to get these words in for SEO purposes. Uh, ah. So it may be something to do with it may be something to do with that. Okay. Um, and because advisors infrequently update their sites, yeah. these things stay on there for a period of time. How interesting. Well, brilliant. Thanks for that. There's one more that I just want to have a look at, and if I can find it, it's right here. It's this glorious I think, achievement. I think we found our winner. Um, this is definitely below suboptimal in terms space of space jam. In terms of space jam, yes, space jam beats this site. Um, ah. Uh, we've got a list of products. It's basically all plain text. It's white, just, I mean, for listeners at home, it's completely white with a sort of word art style box with some aerial text in the middle. It's very basic, isn't it, Phil? It's incredibly basic. Um, it has the benefit of explaining what they do, but that's about it. Um, and it looks like a glorified holding page, to be honest. Mm, interesting. Um, and looking at the small print down the bottom, it still refers to the Financial Services Authority. That's very interesting. I hadn't spotted that. That's a key error, isn't it? It's a pretty fundamental error, yeah. Because what I was going to say was, when we were researching this, and you know, I say researching, we were just having a bit of fun looking for these sites, um, we were thinking, these kinds of sites scream dodgy, for want of a better word. Um, when you see something like, you know, registered with the FSA, it kind of makes you think, okay, are the owners of this site up to date, regu you know, regulatorily? Um, are they actually in tune with the kind of new model? Is this a, a website from a business 10 years ago that's just been abandoned and still exists? Quite possibly. Um, I know nothing about the firm, um, but the fact that it still says FSA on there probably reflects the fact that uh, they, well, it clearly reflects the fact they're not keeping their site up to date, doesn't it? Mm. So, fundamental error there. Well, brilliant. Should we do one more? Yeah, let's do, do one more. Do you want to do one more? Let's do one okay. more. Okay. I don't know what this, this one's going to be, but let's have a look. Ah! So, this is a bit more modern. But I kind of thought there's quite a few stock images there. Not sure whether that sort of immediately screams personal service from the people that you want to get to know who are doing your um, financial yeah. advice. Well, if you were playing um, advisor website stock image bingo, okay, I think you'd have a full house here. Um, <laughs> we've got um, couple on a older couple on a beach. Classic. That's yeah. a classic. Um, we've got. Um, Hands over a uh, what's that? A, a sapling coming out of some money. Yeah, yeah. Um, money tree. And a, a more elderly couple staring wistfully into space. Um, it's choosing images is so hard. Yeah. Um, and choosing the right images that resonate is so hard. Is that why on the yardstick website you went for a kind of um, a more cartoon approach, sort of bypass all of the sort of stock um, imagery? And... We've we do have images on the site. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and. Stock images are, they can, be, they can be either very, very good or very, very bad. Um, <laughs> we used a relatively new source of stock images, okay. um, which are have better production values, are, are classier, mm. um, but you don't get it right all the time. You don't please everybody all the time, mm. to be fair, nor, 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 should you, nor should you try to. Mm. Um, but I'm not a big fan, as we've got here, of just cliched, cliched stock images. Mm. Um, if we can avoid 
more elderly people on a beach, that would be good. Mm. It is a dream, but you you know you can have too much of a good thing. You can. Having said that, we've been playing around with Facebook ads of late. Okay. Um, and one of the things we've been doing is testing different types of images on Facebook. Really? And the research we've seen so far is the stockier the better on Facebook. Really? Yeah, which That's was, so interesting. breaks my heart. But um, it seems to be that uh, if you run this, we've run a number of campaigns where mm. all of the variables have been the same. The only other variable we changed was the image. Mm. And the stockier the image, the, the better. And how does that vary compared to things like Twitter, LinkedIn? Not tried it on Twitter and LinkedIn. Okay. Um, but just on, just on Facebook advertising. We had, um, we've done quite a bit of Facebook advertising recently for, mm. for clients. Has it been um, successful? It seems to be. Um, it's certainly generating the right people downloading, downloading the mm. content that we produce. Okay. Um, advisors are following up those, those um, inquiries, I suppose. Yeah. And wait to hear back. It's too early days as to whether they've actually converted yet. Mm. But in terms of generating interest, then yes, it's working. Interesting stuff. Um, we're going to move on to a final section, which I, I, I'm desperate to ask you about this, Phil. Marketing horror stories um, through the years. They can be your own personal ones that you've witnessed um, throughout your time as an expert or in general corporate ones that are really famous. I'm thinking United Airlines, I'm thinking uh, uh, Enron, I'm thinking all sorts of things. Talk yeah. to me. It's, um, the first one I think I ever came across was obviously Mr. Ratner. Oh, um, really? That was, you're probably too young to remember that. Um, when was that, the 80s, I guess? Mm. Um, then, right up to date, you've got the um, United, United Airlines. Yeah. Um, for me, though, it's, it's around, yes, somebody makes a mistake, but mm. then it's how you deal with it how you deal with the fallout of course. after. And the after outcome that. for public relations can be better if you deal with it well. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, the public's relationship with you can actually improve if you yeah. handle a problem Ab like Absolutely. Um, look, in the political world, mm. um, how Matt Hancock deals with AppGate, or whatever it's <laughs> going to be called, um, <laughs> it will, depend, will dictate the trajectory of his career. Mm. Um, how Ed Balls dealt with Ed Balls Day. Mm. Um, he's now seen as a a lovable public figure. Yeah. Ten years ago, you asked about Ed Balls, mm. and the reaction may have been somewhat somewhat different. I think him being on Strictly Come Dancing did have something to do. I think with it, it probably did, didn't it? Um, I think it probably did. On that note, I will just say that the um, the final section of this podcast should always include a bit of social media comment. I'll come back to the Matt Hancock thing because I saw the most punchy comment ever on his new site. It looks like Facebook. It feels like Facebook. Uh, and he's so enthusiastic as MPs are when they're using social media. He's honoured, proud, blessed to be doing all of these things with all these different people. Um, but there was one constituent who really, really didn't take to it nicely. And she wrote, you are irrelevant. <laughs> Which is a, is a bit harsh. Cuts right to the heart of an MP, doesn't it? It does, it does. And um, so hopefully Matt's not having too bad a day after that. But um, <laughs> yeah, thinking of you, Matt. Um, that seems like a good way to conclude another new Model Advisor podcast. I'd like to say a massive thank you to our guest, Phil Bray. Phil, thank you. You've been cracking. Thank you. The only thing left to say is please subscribe to this podcast and look out for updates on future episodes on Twitter. The handle is New Model Advisor. And if you want to follow Phil, he is at PhilBray73, I believe. So that's it for another week. Thanks, Phil. Thank you for having me. Goodbye.